We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. You may have noticed there are strange tall boys of beer in the bottled water section of your local stores. Well, it's not beer. It's actually mountain spring water from the Alps, and it's called liquid death. So that can you see your coworkers cracking open at your 9 a.m. meeting? It isn't beer. It's liquid death. So why is this water called liquid death? Well, because it will brutally murder your thirst, and their infinitely recyclable tall boy cans are helping to bring death to plastic bottles. They also donate 10% of the profits from every can sold to help kill plastic pollution. Drinking water from a freezing cold can is actually way more refreshing than a bottle. Trust me. Plus, it is way better for the environment and the economy. They're still, they're sparkling, mango chainsaw, buried alive, and my personal favorite, severed lime. And they are now armed with three grams of agave nectar for even more brutal flavor. So I'm going to enjoy this can of lime, and you can go get Liquid Death at your local Target, Walmart, or 7-Eleven. Or you can find a Liquid Death retailer near you with their store locator tool at liquiddeath.com slash packaday. That's liquiddeath.com slash packaday. Twenty minutes a day, three hundred sixty-five days a year. This is the Packaday Podcast. Welcome back, Packers fans, to the Packaday Podcast. It is game day already. What happened? It is the Thursday edition of the Packaday Podcast, and yes, it is the game day edition this week as the Packers get set 
to host the Tennessee Titans at Lambeau Field. Just four days removed from their thrilling overtime victory over the Dallas Cowboys. I am half of your Thursday show crew, Jason Perrone. Along with me of Packer Report is Mark Eckel. Mark, the Packers have ended their losing streak. Yeah, they did. That was good. <laughs> yeah, that, that's it. And now, I, you were there, right? I was in the house. I was in the so house for it. leaving to fly to Green Bay tonight to get there in time for tonight's game? Yeah, right, right, exactly. You got to no, come on. You got to go. You think if they lose, I'm blaming you. They play well when I'm there. I will definitely say that. I've been very I'm blessed. Blame you when they lose. If they lose, I'm blaming them. It's all on you. I've been very blessed to I watch. I blame my wife. A couple years ago, I, <laughs> had, to, I had to lock her in another room. I wouldn't let her watch games. You know, how is that had, going, by the way? Oh, no, no. I told you she broke that two years ago. Okay. Right? Yeah. Two was years it the, Eagles, the it. Eagles game? What's that? Was it the Eagles game? Or what game was no, it? The that... Eagles game was when I had to throw her out. <laughs> when they when they were winning big, she came home and the Eagles scored. The Packers went through a punt return, and I, I, and then she left, and the Packers scored and put it away. No, that was one of the bad ones. It was the Steelers game when they ah. beat the Steelers last. Was that last year? Yes, it was last season. Game? Yeah, that's when she broke it because she watched the Steelers game with me, and they won. And so she's she's been good. No, actually, I'll go since we're talking about it. The Cowboy game last week, they were losing. Obviously, you were you know they were down twenty. I I, I don't think I forget what the score was, but she came home. I think it was 28-21 at that point. Okay. And she says, and she comes up and she says, what's the score? I said, 28-21. Oh, that's not too bad. I said, no. She sat down and watched, and as you saw what happened after that, the Packers went out and scored the last 10 points of the game. So, no, she's become, she went from a jinx to a good luck charm. Yeah. Okay. All right. Good. She turned it around. She yep. turned it yeah, around. Hey, you work at it, right? You know? Every, every, every little bit helps. Every rep helps. Just ask Christian Watson. Never give up. Yeah. So uh, let's get let's get through the weather, and then okay. uh, we'll we'll end in Green Bay where the game is going to be at. So we'll start with me here in the in the Phoenix area. Sunny, seventy one degrees, low forty two, but who cares? It's seventy one degrees, so no one no one feels bad for me when it's cold earlier in the day. So I'm not complaining. This is the bragging weather as we as we call it in the Phoenix locale. And then our friend in Kamloops, definitely not as much bragging weather for Harry in Kamloops. 25 degrees down to 12 for a low. 60% chance of snow in Kamloops. So, Harry, I know he's losing daylight on the mountain, and I hope he's got his his thick blankets and his jackets and his coats and all that kind of stuff to to keep him warm. And then we wrap around to Oslo, Norway, where Robin Erickson is hanging out in 39 degrees Fahrenheit. Gray skies, rain on and off the last couple days. He's calling that fall weather. 39 degrees, I guess, if you want to call it that. Felix in Offenburg, Germany, says temperatures of rain have been ranging between 46 and 58. That's not too bad. It's not awful. No, that's not bad at all for this time. Yeah, not bad. Not not too bad. So, uh, but he said it's getting colder towards the weekend, and and, uh, they're hosting another event at their winery on Sunday. So. Still waiting for that wine, by the way. That's uh, yeah, that's true. Well, you know what? If if nothing else, uh, Felix, if nothing else, and I, I know that's probably not his actual first name, but have one for both Mark and I, please. Yes. As you're enjoying your your vineyard. Speaking of Mark, we're at the beach in Myrtle Beach. How are we looking? Oh, a little cooler than you know. We it, it had been so beautiful till longer than expected, but still nice. It was in the 60s. I'm going to say like 64 maybe today. 62, 65 in that range. All right. Cooler at night in the 40s at night, but like you said, who cares about night? It's still 60, sunny. Um, not exactly beach weather, but nice. I mean, I'm still wearing shorts. Okay. Now, when you lived in, in Philly, were you that guy that was wearing shorts in January with no. a jacket shoveling snow? No, 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 no. Okay. I, I'm, no, I hate the cold. I was I, I was the guy wearing long johns and, and heavy coats and scarves and gloves and hats. and No, it's, you know. Uh, yeah, I have, to, I have to say it was actually 
for a cold game, I'll call it a cold game. It's not December, January. Obviously, I know it's been a lot colder at Lambeau Field for games. But in my history going, because I've been to to December, I've been to November. This was, it was a cooler, it was definitely a colder game. It got down into the, into the 20s. But there was very little wind, which made it very easy, very bearable. It was yeah. not bad at all. If, if I could handle cold, if, if, if I didn't hate cold as much as I always have and, and still do, although now I don't, I don't have to worry about it as much, I, I would have moved to Green Bay. Sure, I, I would have li- I would have loved to live in Green, you know, but I, no, I I just I told myself no, I can't, I don't, I can't handle that weather. I just yeah. call me whatever you want, but no, I just I'm not a I don't care how like I could live in Arizona where where you are. I don't care how hot it gets. I really don't. I've been in Arizona when it was 115 to 118 every day. Yeah, same with me. It was all right. I'm okay. It's not yeah, it's not it's not that bad. I like the sun. I'm a sun guy. It's not that bad. Definitely not that bad. So. All right, and then before we get to Green Bay where the game is taking place, Isaac Hanks is back after a, a hiatus of the past couple weeks. Uh, Hampshire, Illinois, right around 32 degrees, freezing temperatures, but he did, did say that this early arrival of winter is consistent with what his winter forecast was. He's a meteorologist, and this is the third consecutive La Nina, so he thinks it's oh. going gonna, gonna to end up being uh, a colder-than-usual winter throughout most of the U.S. because of that. Okay. So I'll take his word. He's a meteorologist. And in Green Bay for game day, it's a high of 30, but it's a night game, low of 24. So it's going to get down there. It's cloudy. So, so it's going to be cold tomorrow. It's going to be chilly, which is, you know, hey. I mean, and, and the you know, the Titans play outside, too. I don't know how cold it gets in Tennessee, but the last Not time. Listen, the last time the Titans played in, in Green Bay, it was in December. It was snowy. It was cold, and it went pretty well for the Packers. Yes, it did. And we're going to talk about the game preview. And I will tell you, I remember that game. It was obviously only two years ago. So there's it was a night a lot... game also, right? It was a night game. Yeah, it was primetime. I think it was Sunday night game. And that was very much the a- – A.J. Dillon had a – that was his, his best game up to that point in his rookie season. He, he – I don't remember how many yards he had, but he ran and played very well in that game. So, obviously, Packers had a lot of success running the ball. Aaron Rodgers threw the ball less than 25 times against the Cowboys. He stuck with it. Got up under center. I really like seeing him get up under center. Yeah, it's about time. And A.J. Dillon had a couple of, of nice runs. The offensive line. David Bakhtiari finished the game. So, obviously, the, all, the, all those things are going to be are helpful and, and important if the Packers are, are still and obviously in the locker room. I know how, how you and I might feel, and I know there's a lot of very rational minds out there who are trying not to get too excited over one victory, albeit over a very good Dallas Cowboys team. But if the Packers are going to do anything with, with what they've got, they need their guys to play. And so that was encouraging. Now, Bakhtiari, we'll go through the injury report real quickly here, uh, Mark. So Bakhtiari is listed as questionable, but he's always been since this, the uh, season started. So he has, didn't participate in any practices this week, uh, either simulated or not, because they did a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday and prep for the Thursday night game. So Bakhtiari and Elton Jenkins have a questionable designation. Shamar Jean Charles is doubtful. He's been out up to this point. He was limited, but he still is not ready with that ankle, so he's doubtful. And then Devondre Campbell and Romeo Dobbs are both out. They will, they will not play. Chris Barnes uh, did not play against Dallas with the concussion. He was a full participant, and he will be active, or, or he will be at, available. I hope he's starting. For tonight's game. I'm tonight's sure. game. Well, yeah, and you, you, would, you would hope so. because. But although I will tell you, I was I – was, not, I, I won't say I was impressed because I don't, I don't think I saw anything magical from Isaiah McDuffie, but he didn't do he bad. He played well. He didn't do poorly. Okay. And Quay Walker's made some plays Quay, too. I and, thought Quay played real well. Yeah, he had a good game. But against Tennessee, and, and we'll get into this, you know, it's probably a good time to, to get into it. Tennessee is going to run the ball. 
that's what you're worried about with Tennessee. You're not. I'm not. I'm not majorly concerned with Ryan Tannehill and his wide receivers. I am concerned with Derrick Henry and Chris Barnes's strength. At least you know what we've seen from him in the last couple of years is he's he's a better run player than he is in coverage. Yes, very much so. so. I want Chris Barnes out there. I mean, he's you. I, I want all about. I mean, again, we don't know what Joe Barry's going to do, but <laughs> you got to think he's going to stack the box, right? Well, it's Derrick Henry, so I would I would suggest definitely being aware of where he is when he's on the field, right? Yeah, and I and, would, and yeah. well, I was I was going to say for 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 Tennessee, they've got five players that are listed as out. Yeah, so oh, sorry, yeah, go over there. Yeah. yeah, so Randy Bullock, their kicker, Bud Dupree, their their pass rusher, uh, is is out, and then uh, Amani Hooker, their safety, starting safety, Lonnie Johnson, backup safety, and their starting center, Mark Ben Jones, is out. And that's he, the big one. That is, yeah. In the in the run game, you have to wonder what that's going to mean. Yeah, but, that's that's the big one. Well, you know, it's fun, but I'm I'm I, what I find funny. You know, anybody else will, but so their kicker Bullock is out, and they signed. Or they they I guess they had they had him on the practice squad and just brought him up as Josh Lambo, who right. will be kicking at Lambo. I thought he would be a perfect Packer. Lambo, Lambo, and Lambo. Yeah, come on, his name's Lambo. He should be, but he should be a Packer. Right now, but I know Mason I, Crosby's fine. Now I know that you could care less about yards as far as offenses right. go. The Titans do rank last in the NFL. Yeah, they do. Two hundred eighty-one point seven yards they're a game. In the middle on points, right? Right, exactly. So the yeah, efficiency. So, that, so they're they're opportunistic. Yeah, the the efficiency is is there, but offensively, and I know we don't just do that. We're not just doing the defense this time, but this is uh, this the, the Packers have an opportunity to to stack. Success as as they used to say, or as Mike McCarthy used to say, it was good to see Mike. It was good to see Mike back on the sideline. He got very fired up after after that game, and justifiably so. I know there were some questionable. Well, Mike calls. was being Mike. My, yeah, I like listen. I like Mike McCarthy probably more than most. But don't you kick the field goal there in overtime? That was that was interesting. That was interesting to me. I was really I was really interested in that in that choice. But then I thought to myself, well, they only have to get three. It was like three yards. And C.D. Lamb, four, I was, four. it was fourth and four. C.D. Lamb had just had the, had a had a ball game. I mean, he had himself the game. I was watching him yeah, on no, he's a great player. on every snap because I was like, this dude is the truth. Like I was like, they're they're this is you know four yards. They'll they'll find a way. They'll probably find a way. But Jerron Reed made that play. He he almost he had yes Prescott yes. in his grasp. You know right. He, he barely he could have you know. He was about to sack him, and Prescott just kind of threw it up there. You know the defense. I, I know we're not talking defense like we you know, like we normally do, but it, <laughs> they gave up 28 points, but 14 of it came after turnovers. One deep in it when when Aaron Rodgers fumbled, that was deep in in very deep. Packer territory. Yep. So they kind of handed him seven points there, and then Amar, Amari Rodgers fumble was at midfield, so they only had half a field to work with. Uh, so the, the defense really gave up 14 points if you look at it that way. Mm-hmm. The defense played. I mean, I don't want to say they played great, but they played. I thought they played pretty well against. You know, Dallas got some people now, but Prescott's a good quarterback. Pollard's a very good running back. Zeke did not play, which was kind of a break, I guess. You know, and then Lamb. You know, like you said, he's he's good. Their their tight ends, pretty good ball players. Schultz. Yeah. Packer defense came up. They they did some good things. I mean, Pollard was really good all game. He's he's yeah. you know he's a really unique runner. He takes this kind of hesitation, and then he just like bam, gone hits the. He's like, and you, and he's like you, a Tesla, where all of a sudden it's like zero to sixty. But getting back to what the Packers have had to do this week, uh, defensively, yeah, just you know, Titans that, that, and that's why the Titans are, are last in yards is because they don't put up big passing numbers like most other teams do, and that, and they're fine with that. They don't 
They want to do what I don't know if, if you watch Monday night's game when the Washington upset Philadelphia, but that's how Tennessee plays all the time. They just want to hold the ball, run, 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 throw when they have to. But if they don't have to throw, they don't. If, if you know, if it's up to them, they they could they would throw the ball three times. Well, that here's and here's why. I think we did this a couple of a couple of weeks ago too, Mark. Robert Woods, Nick Westbrook, Akini. And Traylon Burks. Now, Traylon Burks is the rookie who I think he's, he's been rookie. he's been banged up too. He's been banged up, but he was one that a lot of Packers fans liked oh, yeah. in, in in the I drive. Like but but and Austin Hooper is their tight end. So honestly, that's not a a passing that's that's not a very threatening passing crew. No, so that's Packers why should not have any problems this week. Right, that really should. Yeah, that's that's why I feel like and and obviously. I think the Packers, even if it was for one game, I mean, I, th- I think they found a safety who's not afraid to make a play or two. So Rudy I think you got to. St- he, he played his butt off. He was he was great. But what did you think of of Savage in the slot? And is this what they should stick with? Yes, they should. I mean, he was okay. I mean, he had he made some mistakes. He did have a pass I breakup. Say he made mistakes. Yeah. He, he got beat a couple times, but that that's going to happen. It's for his first game there. Um, definitely stick with that. There's no reason, no reason not to. Not just now. I'm saying for forever, like next year, mm-hmm. you know, Ford, Ford, uh, listen, that was another, as much as we criticize the front office for some of the moves they've made or didn't make, they've made some, like they, they they're very good at finding like the Rudy, like getting Rudy Ford, just mm-hmm. like they got R- Russell Douglas last year. Yep. And, uh, Alan Lazard, a couple years prior to that, you know, guys that were like on the street basically, or not, you know, not, not big name acquisitions, but they turned into be pretty good players. Mm-hmm. And Ford's another one. Nixon, Nixon is too. Keyshawn Nixon's not a bad player. Every time you say Ford and Nixon, now I know, right? <laughs> but but it's and, I mean, and, and it's kind of funny because you you do link them together because they were both you know special team acquisitions that have also done more than that. Yeah, Jonathan Abram got in there on special teams. Now he did get flagged. It was an offsetting penalty, yeah. but he did he did get get flagged in there. So he didn't you know. do, he, he didn't. Well, I didn't expect him to do much last week. But, yeah, he was, um, but he was he was active and. Yeah, special teams wise, they gave up the return to start the game wasn't very good. They they gave up a long long return there. They had to have they I mean they had to have two kickers. Mark that was that was one of the weird things too where I was like, is this going to be the game that I'm always going to remember where that where I'm saying remember that time the Packers had to, had to have two kickers because <laughs> Ahmed had to kick off and Mason Crosby was kicking mm-hmm. field goals and that when when Crosby lined up for that 51 yarder I I, I was like look 54 wasn't or, it? it was maybe it was that. I mean it was way too long could have been 45 well, I and I still I, again I didn't that's I'm always the guy that says yeah take the point not there I would have gone for it yeah you you well it, that you, was the first drive of the game there you catapult no a yeah I mean you well you catapult you catapult the team if you you know you make a big kick or something like that and I get what what they're trying to do and it's like you know you're pulling out all the stops and stuff like that but he's he's not I mean I don't I don't think he's especially with his back hurting right now he just right like, he was you know it's it's a long field goal anyway and he's not 100 percent right he made the one that, he made the easy one to count it though at the end. Yes. Yeah. And that was, you know, the Packers made it easy for him too with, with Lazard. And I, I feel like, you know, if Lazard was just a, a tick faster, you know, they might not have had to even kick the field goal. He might've just walked into the end zone, yeah. but I'm not going to yeah. complain. I mean, I'm not going to complain. The no. team showed perseverance. We all know about the, the game Christian Watson had. Now listen, that's not the bar. Christian Watson is not going to give you three touchdowns a game like that. But I do think if he continues to grow, I, what I'd like to see, I mean, I, I love the touchdowns and there's nothing better than scoring points. Obviously, I would never take take any, but I would love to see his repertoire grow and have him make some catches in between the twenties. 
That's that's when well, he well, made that, a big one. He did. He made a big third down catch. He did, and you had a good point because you texted. I texted you and was like, "Hey, I was there when Christian Watson broke out, and you had you know you had to kind of qualify it a little bit." But well, again, I, see, because I've been the anti. So everybody's getting on me now. Oh, you said he was. Listen, he had a great game, and I'm happy. He I, listen. I don't wish. I, you no, don't. I, you I, said. I said to you every podcast that we've done where yes. his name has come up. Correct. I've always said I hope I'm wrong. Right. And yes, he did have three touchdowns, and he made another good play on that third down. But he also dropped two balls on that first drive that if he doesn't drop those balls, they're not kicking a 55-yard field goal. Yeah, that one, I, mean, I can understand. I mean, listen, you've got a guy who just came off a head injury two weeks ago. He's mm, he's still, you know, right. coming across the middle. The second one was bad. That was a bad drop. Yeah, and then he also missed what he, – he could have had four touchdowns. Yeah, that was – and he admitted it, though. He knew. He oh, knew yeah. he misplayed that, that so one. So as great as he played, he still made some rookie – I'll call them rookie mistakes. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he's good at – and you're going to live with that. I mean, at least he had the good play. And in the weeks prior, he only had the bad plays, and he didn't have the good plays. So he did, at least he's had, he's making some big plays now. I think with Christian Watson, you got to throw him the ball better. He's better when he's looking at you, if you, if you know what I'm saying. Like when Roger, when he's like on that one crossing, bang, and he he beat his guy, caught it. And he's not as he's not as good tracking the ball like over his shoulder as he is running. You know what I'm saying? Where he's actually looking at the quarterback instead mm-hmm. of just trying to find the ball. Yep. Um, but again, very encouraging performance for him. Has to help his comp, nothing else. Right. Yeah, no, it does. I mean, it, and, he, and, he, and, he, and he showed a little wide receiver cockiness, too, with the one, two, three, you know, in the, after his third touchdown, which I don't mind. That wasn't blatant. It wasn't obnoxious, but it was, you know, just, just enough cockiness to show that, you know, yeah. you know, I, I don't mind that. If you're going to the grocery store this weekend, getting ready, all the supplies you need to watch the upcoming Packer game, you've already got your brats, your beer, you walk through you know, the different sections, you get to the water, and you might notice some strange tall boys of beer sitting in the bottled water section at your local store. You're wondering, what, what, is, this doing, what is this doing here with the water? Well, that's because it's not beer. It's actually mountain spring water from the Alps, and it's called liquid death. Why is it called Liquid death, what a, what a name for water, right? Well, it's because it is going to brutally murder not just your thirst, but it's also out to bring death to plastic bottles because their recyclable Tallboy cans help end the plastic bottle life cycle. And not only that, but they donate 10% of the profits from every can sold to help kill plastic pollution. And not only that, there's something about having that freezing cold can that's sitting in your hand that looks like a can of beer, but it's actually a super refreshing can of water. It's got three grams of agave nectar for an incredibly different flavor, different from any other water you have. That's what makes Liquid Death such a fun product to have stocked up at all times alongside all the other beverages you're going to have for game day. So go get Liquid Death at your local Woodman's, 7-Eleven, Roundies, or Hy-Vee. Or find a Liquid Death retailer near you with their store locator to at liquiddeath.com slash packaday. That's liquiddeath.com slash packaday. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, 
So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Well, so, the, the, on, the, on the flip side there, too, if, if the Packers, and they got to stick with, with, obviously, try to stick with Aaron Jones and, and a little bit of A.J. Dillon mixed in there, too, but the Titans are really good against the run. Their defense is good against uh, in, in stopping the, the run. Yeah, so that's what I'm what – <laughs> I'm glad you are. Right, that leads into what, what what kind of offense should we expect to see this well, week? Are we going to are, are they going to do what they did last week? Which is what I think they and, I, and this is what I wrote uh, after the game for, for for Packer Report was this is the offense Matt Lafleur has wanted to see and run all year, mm-hmm. where the running game is dominant, the passing game is very efficient. Aaron Rodgers had a 148.6 quarterback rating or whatever it was. I mean, the highest of the year for him. Yep. He only threw four, what did he throw? I think he threw five incomplete passes and four were to, for the Watson. Three of the four could have been caught. Yeah, he was, so yeah. Rodgers only threw like one bad pass all, all game. Well, here's my concern is that where's the opportunity against Tennessee's defense? It's in the secondary because they've got a couple yeah. guys. They got a couple guys out and their Bud Dupree is out on the pass rush. So if they don't get any pressure, it's going to be really tempting for Rodgers to say, hey, I'm going to chuck it 40 times. But that has not proven to be a good formula. That's either good or bad teams this year. So I, that's, that's what I'm concerns me. So what do you do? Do you do, you do what you think is right and, and what, what won the game for you? Or do you? Or do you go against? Do you look at Tennessee and say, "No, we can't run on them. They're they're really good up front. We're going to throw." How about compromising and throwing it to Aaron Jones? <laughs> I always like that. Yeah, I I have no problem with throwing the ball to Aaron Jones. I think that's. Uh, I don't think they do it nearly enough as I thought they would. I mean, you can't just. I I don't know if the Packers. I don't know enough as far as like the the schematics and the film and all that kind of stuff to know if the Packers are have the mentality of lining up and we're going to do what we do versus tweaking to for the opponent that they're playing. But I think you have to kind of do what worked well last week. And I know that the the Titans are not the Cowboys, so I mean, you obviously have to be aware of matchups and where they're where they're strong and. Maybe this is maybe this is. A, I mean, they were very heavy on the run against the Cowboys. I would I would say maybe try try to go a little more fifty fifty if they're able to to do that because, like you said, if Tennessee wants to just squat on the clock, this is where the the Joe Barry defense is a problem because they'll you know the bend but don't break is really you know that you just you let them move down the field and all of a sudden six minutes are off the clock and even if they don't yep. score you don't have as much time and then so. Then you get, you know, Rodgers gets the ball, and if they're down or if they don't have a, a big lead, he just tends to play with this this urgency, this weird clock in his head, and that's where things can kind of go sideways with what he's trying to do if he's trying to force now, or, it. Or, like you, like you said, the, sec, the Tennessee secondary is probably average when they're at full strength, and they're missing a starting safety, although 
the kid Adams, um, I actually let me give some props to to my guy. Uh, I I'm good friends with the the Tennessee uh, writer for ESPN, Teron Davenport. So I I picked his brain a little bit earlier to, today, um, or yesterday, I guess today's Thursday. Anyway, I, I talked to him about I, you know he he gave me some breakdown of, of what's going on and the injuries and all that kind of stuff. And Adams, who has been filling in for Hooker at safety, has played pretty well. He's a veteran. He's, he's been around, played played for the Giants, played for Tampa Bay. I think he might have been with the Steelers for a year or two. I'm not sure. Um, but he's played well, he said, in, 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 in place of Hooker. But they're still a little – they're not at full strength back there, and it's probably the the, the, the least – the weakest part of their defense. Their, their front's very good. Now, Jeffrey Simmons is listed as questionable, but Teron thinks he's going to play. He said – he had been in a, in a walking boot up until this week, and, and the, he said the boot was off, and he was walking around the locker room. You know, he, he didn't he he didn't see any you know any reason to think that he's not going to at least try to play yep. um, tonight. And that's a big he's 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 a he's a good player, Jeffrey Simmons. So I mean that that front is pretty is pretty solid. Their their linebackers, their inside linebackers are are, are pretty good. Uh, David Long's had has had a very good season so far. So it's going to be, it is going to be hard to run now. But with that said, you can't abandon the run. I don't want to see the Packers, you know, just throw the ball every down, mm-hmm. you know. But I wouldn't mind seeing some play. I, I wouldn't. I, I I want Rodgers under under center more, like he was last week, and I want some play action. The play action worked very well last week. Right. Right. No, I think yeah. Just get get it going and get that set up, and and you'll have more options. And and I don't know that. I mean, listen. If if Christian Watson's going to get open and he's going to have all these deep opportunities, sure, take him. Why not? If, if, or Lazard if, if, over the middle. Or, or Lazard or anything like that. But I th- I think the Packers are – they should be as efficient as they were running the ball. I think they can be throwing it. But, again, I don't want it to turn into this panic fest. And Rodgers just – this year his vision has been weird in some games. And if you look at the chart of his throws, he's just – he's not as, as willing to throw it over the middle. Although maybe now that Watson had a couple of nice catches in that space for a touchdown, maybe he well, gets Lazard, a little bit more – The big play of the game was, was over, the middle. over the middle. Well, too. he was – I mean, you know, of course, thank God you hit him, but he was, you know, wide open. That was a great scheme, right? right? Play and and hey, if you're going to give that up, I mean, as, as soon as Lazard ran into that that zone right there, I was like, oh my gosh, I was like, they're going to walk this off. I can't believe it. Like, and I mean, for them to have the ball at all, like you said too, the the Cowboys go for it instead of kicking the field goal. That was if there were, you know, there's always there's always some very interesting things, but you know what? I'm not going to bag on Mike McCarthy because his team is doing very well this year, but there were plenty of games when he coached the Packers where stuff like that happened, and you were kind of wondering, yes. hey, why didn't they, you know, why didn't Do they this? win? And not to, not to you know, absolve Matt LaFleur. Matt, Matt LaFleur has made some interesting decisions too. I mean, I at being at the game, the interesting thing is, is you don't get the telecast and some of the stuff that happened. So I wasn't even aware of the exchange between he and Rodgers on the sideline there. And then LaFleur comes out and, and says, yeah, hey, that's – and then, in, uh, and then you know, right? And and he's like, "Oh, well, Rogers wanted to try to score, and, and Lafleur was happy. He didn't want to give Dallas the ball back when right. he when he times. So he was happy to run the clock out and go overtime, which right. I was surprised too. I was I. They were only a couple of complete, you know, a, a good pass play away from being in field goal range to win it in regulation. Right. But again, you're talking a long field goal, and we just said how Crosby wasn't 100. percent So maybe was you know maybe Lafleur had that in the back of his mind too. Yeah, I mean it worked out. It's just you know, yeah, it, it, in a revisionist sense, we're always okay with whatever the bad decisions were. We don't we don't mind them as much when they win, and then we laud them or not laud them. We we you know we despise them when it doesn't. Well, work I don't out. think I don't think before it was it was he no. was very conservative, but in a in a way where he didn't want to. I I understand what he did. I but when you know when you have Aaron Rodgers, sometimes you think you should always try to win, right? I mean, I don't know. 
It was it was a weird ending of, of regulation. The whole sequence they ran, ran, and then they one third and one one he run the ball. On the, I don't. It was weird. It was just a weird. Yeah. I don't know. Why, I don't know what was going on there. It was but, a strange T. Well, the, so yeah. the disparity on the defense. So the the Titans' pass defense is is not good. The Packers' run defense is not good. What worries, I guess, coming back to this whole thing right now is I think I think the key matchup in this game is going to be the Packers' defense against the Tennessee rushing attack. And oh, because absolutely. because if you can because obviously if you can run the ball, you can control the clock. So those two things go hand in hand. I think the Packers get gets they're going to find themselves getting stuck if their defense has to stay on the field. They're it, you know they're getting tired and it's it's Derrick Henry. He's not going to get tired. He's going to keep coming at you for four yep. quarters. And, you know, the Packers like to kind of turn out they only had one bad quarter, which was the third on Sunday. But the Packers have had a tr- had trouble playing a full game, right, putting four quarters yeah. together. So it might only take one bad quarter for Derrick Henry to, you know, score a couple touchdowns and, and put the Packers in a little bit of trouble. But this and is a, the thing. If Tennessee gets ahead of you, then you're really in trouble. Yeah. Then they'll just keep pounding. They'll it. run it. They'll just they'll, like you said, they'll just use up clock. I mean, we missed the 2020 offense because they went up. I think they went up two possessions in the last game, and that very quickly makes Derrick Henry much less of your. He's still part of the game plan, but much less of it. See, here's if I'm the Packers, and I say this a lot, and they never do it because nobody does it. But if I win the toss, I'm taking. I'm not deferring like like everybody always does. I want the ball because I want to score first. Right. Right. Yeah, you do. That's just me. I mean, I, I, I don't. I, I think it's very important to get a lead in this game. Packers have not tackled as well lately, too. And I think about that awful tackle attempt by Savage on Josh Allen, and I'm like, you can't do that with Derrick Henry, or it's, it's no. going to be a problem. So they're going to have to. They got to be around the ball. They really, yeah. They got to. Here's, I mean, my again, who knows what, what Barry's going to do, but Chris Barnes, I think, can can be a factor in this. Kenny Clark, who's been, you know, you know I love Kenny Clark. He's been okay the last couple of games. He hasn't been quiet. Kenny Clark. Yeah, a little quiet. Now he's going against a backup center. That could be a big. That should be a big mismatch in the Packers' favor, right? Yep, I hope so. So that could be big. And I again talking who, who covers the Titans, Teron Davenport. He said, you know, Ben Jones being out is big because he's not. He's like the leader of that team too. He's like he's the offensive lines. Not only is he anchor on the field, but he's like the guy that. Gets keeps that line together. That you know he makes all the calls. He he's a key. He and he's a very good. Ben Jones is a very good center. I mean, I know people don't really look at centers that much, and you know they're under you know. But he's good. He's he's a very good player. So they're they're gonna have a backup in there. That's gonna be you know again backup centers. It could be be careful with snaps, right? Right. Right. So be you know if the ball's on the ground, Packers got to get it. But I would. I would like to see more TK Slayton. Yeah, well, the the rotation that they've got right now too, and and I think Devontae Wyatt had I I forgot to look at and see if he was listed on fourteen the, snaps. Yeah, last week. I mean, yeah, Slayton. I mean, you're, but you're he, gonna, he he got hurt for a little bit too, so he he may have gotten more. That's yeah, that's what I that's what I mean is I'm hopefully he's he's good to go because they need their rotation up there too, and yeah, you need you need your big guys like you need. But like I would said, yeah, I would play Slayton got about twenty some snaps last week, whereas Reed and Lowry got a lot more. I would play more. I, I in this game, see Reed. Reed's a good. Reed's a good inside pass rusher, and he, and he got the pressure on on Prescott on that on that fourth down play, big play. He's not that great against a run, or he hasn't. So I'm not worried about pass rush this week. I'm I'm more concerned with stopping Derrick Henry, and I so I want big bodies out there. I want I want I, I want to see more Slayton and Wyatt for that matter with with Kenny Clark. I want you know I want and I want Barnes up there, and I want. I want I want to stack the box. I want Amos up in the box. Yeah, because you know? listen, the safeties haven't been. I'm not saying expose yourself in coverage, but the safeties have have not been great 
covering the past this year. So it's like, I would love to see Adrian Amos have, have a, a big player too. Even if it's, I mean, he had a, a really big stuff against the Rams last year in the run yes. game. I think he either forced a fumble or he like, you know, you know, forced a, a tackle for loss, or it was like a really big play that he had. Like I, I would like to see, yeah, let's see the, see them get more aggressive and just, you know, dare Tannehill to have to throw the ball more because that's just not the, the space that he wants to live in. And I think the the defensive backfield, Without Eric Stokes right now, even though you you still have Rasul, you still have Jair, a confident Rudy Ford, Amos back there, I I think they're I think they'd be fine. They'd be up for the challenge. Oh yeah, if, they, like you said at the beginning of the show, the Titans wide receivers don't scare you. Right. I mean, Jair and Rasul should be able to handle them. Their, their assignments. I play straight man. Let them man up on whoever's out there, and Savage man up who's in the slot, and keep the other guys in you know focused on Derrick Henry. Right. And if Tennessee, listen, the best thing that you want is you want their Ryan Tannehill. If Ryan Tannehill can beat me with those receivers, I tip I tip my cap to him and say, good job, Ryan. Right. You know, and I don't mind playing man. Like I, I know they said when they played Buffalo, they didn't want to play a lot of man because they were worried about Josh Allen, you know, running on him, which that, that is something to worry about. Mm-hmm. Tannehill, he's coming off, you know, he's been banged up a little bit, right? I don't think he wants to run the ball a whole lot. Right. No. I mean, when he's healthy, he, you know, Tannehill can run a little bit. But I'll take – listen, I remember, again, I, I always bring up covered Eagles, but way back when they used to always say, you know, whether it was Jim Johnson or Buddy Ryan or whoever the defensive guy was at the time saying, we want to make them play left-handed. Yeah, and obviously, yeah. We want – we're not going to let – we're not going to let the star beat us. If the other guys beat us, hey, okay, what are we going to – you know, like you said, tip your hat. Same thing but, with – the same thing with Belichick where he's, he takes away the, the best weapon yep. and says beat – everyone else beat us. And, and, if, and, if, and if they can, they can, but – you can't let if Derrick Henry runs for two hundred yards, the Packers are going to lose the game. No, I, 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 unless you know, they turn, the, unless they, unless they also turn the ball over three times, three or four times. Well, I, something like yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, now listen, you're not going to shut Henry down. I don't think you're going to hold him to like forty yards. He he <laughs> didn't even do. I, he didn't seem like he did much against them two years ago, and he had like the because quietest hundred. Still at hundred yards rushing. Did he? Did he still have hundred? Ninety eight. Good enough. And they were behind most of the game, too. So Yeah, he still yeah. got 98. He still had 98 yards. I mean, he is a dude. He's an absolute dude. He falls forward. He's he's a very good. He's like, you know, to me, he's, I still think he's he's the best running back in the game. Oh, I do, too. There's some other good ones, but he's the best. Hey, he's the, I he's, know Wisconsin people are going to say Taylor from Indianapolis, but no. I'll, maybe I'll, someday, I'll but not Henry. right now. I'll he'll, take Henry. He'll Taylor will get there, but right now it's Derrick Henry. So King I, I, King I, Henry, King Henry, as they call it. So yeah. I guess here's here's my other thing, too, because I know that, that you and I both tend to be realistic here so where are you at on the victory over the Cowboys do you feel like it was kind of like oh this was it was it was nice but I'm in not no different place than I was a week ago or are you are you thinking to yourself well now if they beat Tennessee like where are you at with that well that's where I'm at if they beat I'll tell you and this is going to sound really bad and I hate but I'll say it I was I was usually after a Packer win I'm very excited Hey, especially, you know, they were, it was an upset. The Cowboys were, were favored. Mm-hmm. I was guarded optimism is whatever, whatever they say. I mean, I was happy the Packers won. Don't get me wrong. I'm always happy when the Packers win. But I wasn't like, yeah, now we're back. We're Here we go. No, because it was, and I could, and I probably should have been because it was a come from behind. They were down 14. How about that stat where Dallas had never lost a game when they were up by 14 points in the fourth quarter? That, Ever. I, I was like, is someone making that up? That's astonishing. It is, but. There it is, you know, so I should be more, but I just, as it could be just one of those games where the desperate team at home won the game. I don't know. You know, I, okay, Mark, do you remember? I know you do. I'm just asking a dumb question. 
2019, <laughs> when Philly came to Green Bay on Thursday night, they had to yes. win that game. Yep. They had they to did. win that game. And I think, I think you, we were, we were doing the show at that time. We were on Saturdays, I think, but I, I, if I'm, I might be misremembering it, but I think that might've even been your take where you're like, Hey, this is the, the Eagles are the desperate. They have to win this game. And I yep, think the pack like the, four at the time or something. They were in the season. This the season, the complexion is so different if they lose that game. And the Packers know that they've got, I mean, they have got their they're still their backs are still firmly against the well, wall. Well, yeah, this is another desperate game. Well, they all are the at this point because all your you know, your consolation prize if they win is like, okay, you're five and six, and you finally get to your bye week. Well, congratulations. Now go face the Philadelphia Eagles, who are still arguably the best team in the league this year, even though they just lost to the commanders, but that's only one loss and it's in Philadelphia. You still have to go to Miami on Christmas. You still have to play the Vikings who could be fighting for the one seed and playing hard in that game. You still have a road game at Chicago. And I think you should win that game, but Justin Fields is running all over everybody right now. I mean, the only, the only game that's left where on the schedule that you say to yourself, like, well, this, I mean, come on, they should get that is, is the home game against Detroit. That's the last game of the year, so yep. it might be two teams that don't care. Two teams that don't care, or hopefully it's one team that doesn't care and one team that needs to win one more game to get in. Yeah, hopefully, but we don't know. I mean, it's funny, like, why I wasn't so – why I had mixed emotions after that game was – the first thing I said to myself was, all right, where was this Where 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 was this the last month? Mm-hmm. If you're good enough to, be, to come from behind and beat – a good Dallas – the Dallas is going to the playoffs, right? There's no doubt in my mind that the Cowboys are going to be at least a wild-card team. So if you're good enough to beat a good Dallas – Dak Prescott, you can beat Dak Prescott and CeeDee Lamb and, and you know, uh, Micah Parsons and those. But you couldn't beat the, the, the Detroit Lions? That's the, the – of all the games, because I can sit here and, and maybe I'll be proven badly wrong, and I, that's fine. I can eat crow. I've done it plenty of times before. But the Giants are not that bad. The, the Jets' record yeah. is not that bad. Washington's not a great football. Washington's not a great football team. But Taylor Heineke but is playing. They, they look pretty good. Taylor Heineke is playing well, and that was a game on the road in Washington. Not to mention the stupid the, the Eric Stokes getting hosed with the pass uh, the yeah. illegal contact contact call there. The Lions game is the one where it's like, man, if they miss out by one game, that's remember the stupid loss we were talking about. That's it. Yep. And I and yeah, I know I mean, Dan Campbell's teams come to play hard, and they're gonna they want to beat the Packers. That's and, fine. I mean, but the Lions but, didn't win that game. The geez, Packers lost. That God, game. the Lions, the Lions did everything they could to not to, not do anything. Were, the Lions looked like a team that, that was saying, "We don't want to win. We want the first pick in the draft. What are you right. doing? We're trying, what are you what are you doing losing to us?" <laughs> Well then, you know, don't cover somebody then. Let let Sammy Watkins. They didn't. Let, they didn't cover this let, let Sammy Watkins run the wrong route, and Rogers still hits him because no one's covering him anyway. <laughs> Rogers kept throwing the ball off guys' helmets and stuff that day. Oh jeez, just <laughs> he was hitting the Lions guy in the helmet with the ball and trying to throw touchdown passes to their line offensive linemen. Uh, yeah, just yeah. Bef- just I mean, just that... yeah, but just very very befuddling, very befuddling stuff. But I mean. The Vikings get an impressive win. They're gonna they're gonna probably run away with the division now. I mean, they might yeah they might end up with home field. I mean, who knows? We'll see if Philadelphia be better than the Eagles to do that. But yeah, uh-huh. they already lost to them, so so they'll have uh-huh. to. I mean, they're they but they're gonna be fighting and pushing for that. And and well, they got a big game. Vikings Cowboys is a big game this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. It is. But remember, my the the curse is broken, so the rule is gone now. I can pick whoever I want. 
Yes, you can. In in this game. So what else? What else is there? I mean, on on. I guess we haven't really talked about the special teams. I feel like with Amari Rogers not there now, Kayshawn Nixon didn't look that that much better. But they've got Didi Westbrook, and I don't know if they're going to call him up or not. He signed to the practice squad, so I would assume if they want. If they can, if the game was Sunday, I think they may have. Right. I don't I know gonna, if he can do it in a day. Yeah, I was going to say if you're if he's if he was going to play tonight, I think they would have signed him to the roster because but they can of, always elevate him they instead of the tomorrow. practice squad. Yeah, and I don't like know what they yeah. right. I just don't think he's ready because yeah, it's not like he was playing somewhere else, right? Uh I don't. I don't know. He has. No, he was he, out. He, no, he wasn't. Yeah, I think he got cut in training camp or something, right? May have been on the street. Yeah, so I can't imagine him being ready to, well, who knows, but I can't imagine after like one day, of, no, I think next, I think you'll see Westbrook against the Eagles next, because then they'll have not just a whole week, they'll have like a week and a half to get him ready, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so no, I think Nixon will be your your punt returner and kick returner. Okay. Which is, just don't fumble. <laughs> Yep. I'm not like I don't need Desmond Howard to bring it back for a touchdown. I just need somebody that catches it and doesn't fumble. Right. But yeah. So all right. So who? So give me your pick. Well, my pick is you know if if I have my choice, my choice is, is please stop Derrick Henry. That's that's the biggest thing. That's my biggest key is stay, you got to you got to stop Derrick Henry and then please rest up and get healthy after this game. So. Maybe a little bit of fool's gold. I'm coming off a high of the Packers, and I haven't been able to pick them for a couple of weeks, and I feel like they're at home. And so it's it goes against my better judgment to pick against Green Bay at home. So I'm going to take them to beat the Titans. I'm going to pick them to win the game, but I do think it's I think it's going to be close. I mean, I don't know. I mean, 21-20, 21-17, something like that. I, th- I don't think it's going to be a very high-scoring game, but I'll, I'll take the Packers. I don't know what the spread is at this point right now. I don't know that they'll Packers cover. Packers by two. I think it's two or two and a half. I don't know that they'll cover, but I'll take them to win. Wow, only two and a half. Um, what do I always say about Christian Watson? There's so many things. <laughs> no, I say I, ho- I hope I'm wrong. Right. Well, I hope I'm wrong about my pick here, too, because I – I think that was a one week. I don't want to say aberration, but they did. I don't think they're going to be able to do what they did against against Tennessee. What they did against Dallas. Um, I don't think Joe Barry's going to. I don't. I wish I, I had more confidence in Joe Barry to play the defense that I want him to play. That I think is a no brainer to play. Um, and I don't think they're going to stop Derrick Henry. I think Derrick Henry is going to roll. Um. I think Derrick Henry's going to be the star of the game. He's going to run for crazy yards, and Tennessee's going to control the clock. Um, and the Packers won't be able to won't run the ball as well as they did last week. Um, and then the, the quarterback, who knows what he's going to do? He, now the quarterback could be could be the star too. He could he could match Henry. I mean, Henry could run, and Rodgers could pass, and it could be a great game. But I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna pick the Titans. 20 to 14. 2014. Jeez. Low scoring. Okay. Well, we both have well, it. I, low guess s- I hope I'm wrong. We I both have be. it. I mean, Roger, I think the key to this game is going to be Aaron Rodgers playing like an MVP and not like he did against the Detroit Lions. But I don't know where he'll probably fall somewhere in between. Well, if his pride, it's at home. And if you're prideful, then there's no better time or place to do it when your season's on the line and you're playing in front of the home crowd. So yeah. go out and have another big game and. Go get some rest and be ready for that the, the final stretch and see what you can make of it. Now I'll say this: if they win this week, if they do win tonight, 
And out of five and six, we can start looking at, okay, what are you going to do and who we, we start looking at, well, we, we, we rooting against certain teams to lose and, you know, but if they lose this week, I know they're not, they won't be mathematically out because there's still too many games left, but realistically at four, if they're, if they fall to four and seven with all the teams that are ahead of them, yeah, you got to win out then they would need a miracle. I mean, cause they would, they're already losing tiebreakers to the giants and, and Washington. Right. Yeah. So that's, you know, that's, that's the kind of they're the teams that you're going to be battling for a wild card spot with, right? They have it over Dallas, but I don't think I think Dallas is going to have a better record. They have it over Tampa, but Tampa's going to win that division, so that's not even going to matter. So I mean, if they go to four and seven, and with what they have, this is one of the games they have that should be a win. And like like you said, at Philly, at Miami, they're not going to be easy. No, those are those are going to be really tough games. And if you put yourself in a position where you have to win one of those games. I mean, they, they were supposed to. They were well, supposed they lose to. This, they might have to win both of those. Games. Well, they were supposed to have created their buffer, insulated themselves against those two games already by now. If they had just won like right. one or two more games, they could have probably afforded to split. Oh yeah. With and, and that's still a big ask. I mean, asking to go on the road and, and beat because a game that so I I don't I, a game any game that Tua has started and finished they haven't lost. I don't think they've lost yeah. the Dolphins and then the, the Eagles were undefeated up until this this past Monday. Monday night. Right. Monday night. See, against, I don't think. I don't know about I don't know how how you feel. I know a lot of people, the guys that, that write about the Packers and Packer fans that that we see on online and stuff. They're all saying nine and eight can get you in. I I don't know. I don't know if nine and eight is going to get you in. Nine and eight would be very. I mean, that would that I guess that would mean that there's a kind of a a, a lot of crap at the end of the season because uh, I mean because, nine and eight got the Eagles in last year. Well, all those I mean all the teams right now that are on a trajectory. To I mean I I would think it's it's more yeah I think it's more ten and seven. I think I think if you're the Packers you got to get because again it's come it's gonna nine and eight like Eagles got in last year at nine and eight but they got in because they, they the the Saints were also nine and eight and they beat them head to head so that's what put the Eagles in ahead of the Saints for that last spot last year. Right. Um, the Packers like I said the Packers don't have I mean they don't have the tiebreaker on the Giants and Washington so they're gonna have to win one more game than if if. if to get ahead of either one of them, they have to win one more game than them. Um, I don't know how the other tiebreakers are going to fall in terms of like a conference record and all that kind of stuff. But that loss to the Lions isn't going to help them. That, that's a conference loss. The Giants is a conference loss. Uh, I guess beat, beating Dallas was, was good. I mean, it, it's going to be. I, I, I don't. Again, I think I think they need ten. I really do, which means they can only lose one more. <laughs> well, if they, I, I mean, and, and, and it's this week. And I know that we're we're projecting we're we're projecting big time. So let's let's say that they get past Tennessee tonight, and they come off the bye, and they can they can somehow pull it off in Philadelphia. And oh, then they're, now we're now we're, they do that. Now, and then we're, now it's like then they're six. The table time. Then they're yeah. Then they're <laughs> then they're six and six. It's like but if you if you win that game, then you have to feel like it's still hard to do. But you have to then feel like hey, we can beat everybody left on the schedule. Right, and then you can still lose one. And get, ten and seven should get you in, I think. Nine and eight, I don't know. Nine and eight, I think nine and eight, you need to have the right tiebreakers. And yeah, I don't, I don't know if they have the right tiebreakers. Well, with with seven playoff teams now, that's why they're saying nine and eight. There's a better chance of nine and eight. I mean, it used to be before if you were one game over five hundred and you were getting into the playoffs, it was like a, a black eye to the NFL because there were only six teams that got in, and usually you had to win ten games. It was like ten and six to get in, and it's like that's you know that's the new eleven and what eleven and six now or a. a, a 12 and uh, whatever, 12 yeah. and 5 I guess or whatever. <laughs> yeah, but you know, we're I know we're getting ahead of ourselves a little bit. I don't bit, like but, seven. I don't like odd numbers schedule. Yeah. I, I I liked it better with 16, but keep it even. Keep yeah. it even. Well, if the anyway, Packers we'll win if the happens, Packers but, win tonight, it would only be their fifth win of the year, which is an odd number. Yeah, true. <laughs> so uh, no, I, I meant total, but 
Well, so what, yeah, if they get the five, if they win tonight, we can start hoping and thinking and looking. If they lose tonight, I'm going to start looking up. I'm, I'm going to start paying more attention to college football. Yeah, then the it doesn't. Yeah, then it doesn't. It doesn't matter. So, how does it change over a Packer report now that the game is on a Thursday night? What happens? Well, with I gotta, your... I'll write right after the game. So you'll still put. Like so I'll, I'll do my instant analysis after the game. Like I, you know, I won't have a regular story up. I'll just do the, my incident analysis, and then so next week I don't have any games, so I'll, I'll just write two feature stories next week, and we'll see what happens. I'll be ri- like I said, if they lose, I'll be look. I'll, I might be starting to write about <laughs> who some of the better college players are. Right, right, yeah. That could change. It could change the trajectory we'll very, very quickly. Well, exactly. Yep. Well, Quick Slants is a Monday show. I didn't do one this week because of the travel and the being at the Cowboys game. I didn't get a good chance to put one out, so. I'll do one on Monday. It'll break down what happened in the Titans game and kind of looking ahead to a bye week and what the Packers can hopefully look forward to after that and and how the season looks. And and it can obviously go one of two very different ways. So that'll do it. That'll wrap it up for the Thursday edition of the Pack-A-Day podcast. Thanks, everybody, for following along with us. For those of you who have Amazon Prime, I guess you'll get to enjoy the game if you're not in a local market that's already uh, broadcasting it. If you don't, I don't know, it might become Prime Day. You might have to subscribe so you can make sure you watch your Green Bay Packers take or on. Go, or just go out to your favorite sports bar. Favorite sports bar. or watering I have hole. Amazon Prime, so I'll be watching it at home. Yeah, Watering Hole or wherever it is that you go. So yeah. enjoy that, everybody. Thanks, as, as always, to all that send in the weather. Enjoy the game. We'll be back again next week with whatever is going on at that time. In the meantime, enjoy the game. Take care of yourself. And as always, go Pack Go.